0: up guys and welcome back to another episode of the first offense audio installment it's tuesday morning finally getting around to recording this week's episode um it was a pretty insane race good for some horrible for others obviously but yeah i guess we'll just go over the standings and what changed and then i'll just talk about how each driver did how each of their Playoff started and then we'll talk about the race and I definitely want to talk about the Xfinity race because that was a great finish but anyways let's get right into it all right so Joey Logano started on pole he was fast but I knew that he pretty much only had short run speed I at least felt that he his practice results showed that he wasn't that fast on the long run so I didn't think he would be able to maintain the lead and then obviously William Byron seemed to have that kind of long run speed and he actually took the lead away from him and was running good but in the end the fastest car all day was Kyle Busch and Truex obviously Truex kind of came and went which was weird Kyle led the majority of the race but yeah Legano's up 38 Byron's up 32 pretty good day for them A lot of people counted him out, but they've been running good at Darlington lately. Hamlin, good day for him. He probably was going to end up winning that if um, Gabe Hart didn't keep him out. I thought that was weird. He was behind Kyle and Martin, and Truex was out of there. and Kyle was probably about the same as Hamlin, maybe a tiny bit better, and he just had the clean air, but obviously he blew up, so hamlin would have had the win and then bell good day for him too um 28 him and byron and even bowman are drivers that i think a lot of people might have had them out of their first four but the young guys that kind of struggle at times ran really good reddick he's up 23 from the cut which really isn't much blaney's up 20 larson's up 17 rough day for them um had that motor issue early, it was weird, and then he said he was down on power or whatever, but ended up um, recovering and having a decent run. Ross Chastain had issues as well and just struggled all day. He dropped all the way down to 8th from 3rd. He's only up 15. That's pretty much nothing if you get into a wreck. Chase Elliott, he's all the way down to ninth, up 10. Again, you get into a wreck, you, you could be done going into Bristol in a must-win situation, but I think that he'll have a good run. Alex Bowman, he's he went moved up five positions, and he's up 10 from the cutoff in 10th. They just had a normal day, just ran 10th. I think he finished 10th and just kind of stayed out of trouble, so that was good for them. Kyle Busch had an amazing day. Still gained on the cutoff by five points. Stayed in 11th, but even blowing up his motor at the end he's still in a pretty good spot i mean got to have a good day at kansas and just survive Bristol to make it but which he we know he could win either i think the other thing too is that he didn't seem as mad as he would have been a year ago he's just kind of been calm lately so i think he'll go into kansas calm and not completely wreck his car And he should have a ton of speed, finished third here, won a year ago. Um, Yeah, and the the Toyotas are just lights out on the intermediates. Daniel Suarez, he's above the cut by one. He's up two points from the cutoff. Okay day for him, up and down, started in the back. Definitely good considering he recovered. Sindrick kind of struggled, just what you would expect from a rookie running the Southern 500. Austin Dillon didn't have much speed, did gain on the cutoff though, and he's only four points below. Chase Briscoe, he dropped three, got into that wreck with Elliott. He's 10 below, which isn't much, but uh, I don't know if he can get back up there, especially at a place like Kansas. We haven't seen him have much speed on intermediates. Harvick, I think, will make it. We know how good he is in situations like this. He's down 7, and it was completely out of his control. I just think that he'll run top 10 in these stages. I don't think they have winning speed at a track like Kansas, but I think he'll run top, maybe even top 5, and someone's going to have issues, say maybe Bowman, Suarez. But then again, the field is just so competitive, so he's going to have to be mistakeless if he wants to get through. All right, so yeah, I think that's about everything. The field hasn't really stretched out much. Logano being up 38 points is really good for him because if he goes into Kansas and has probably just an average day, I could see him getting locked in. And also William Byron, maybe even Hamlin and Christopher Bell, they're going to be really close to being locked in. Just, Just the fact that they were able to survive and run decent. And then drivers who i really am concerned for is briscoe austin dylan thought dylan could survive and take advantage of some points wasn't able to i think bowman is gonna have a decent run here and at bristol without bad luck i think he advances even though i had him out and i think it's gonna come down to Cindric, dylan briscoe and suarez because i think harvick's gonna make it but Then again, you got Elliott and Chastain, even Kyle Busch. If they get into a wreck, then they got to have a really good run at Bristol. Or if they don't run too good at Kansas and then they get into a wreck at Bristol, they'll be done. So we'll have to just see what happens. You just never know. Everything can change instantly. And yeah, that's what makes it good though, I guess. Unless your driver completely explodes under caution at the end. Getting into how the actual race went, I would say the biggest takeaway is that NASCAR really needs to do something about the safety. Everyone was talking about it nonstop during last week, just how hard the hits are. But then Harvick's car was completely engulfed in flames. In, in his in-car camera, you could see the flames shooting up in like the passenger side, and then the whole car is like, on fire, it looks like on the in-car camera and he said that the flames were coming straight at him through the dash which is insane that's just crazy and it cost them probably so much money all that stuff just completely melted i feel like we've seen so many cars just completely melted and burnt up during some of these races so yeah they definitely got a problem with that i was looking at a diagram of The two cars and the next-gen car is so much different than the old car. Just the individual suspension, everything is so much different. So, I mean, this is crazy, but what do you do? Do you go back to the old car until you fix this? You would think they'd be able to fix it in the time of the off-season if it's just some small changes to at least get it better. But I don't... It's just they're in a really bad spot because... If they have to change the redevelop the entire car that took years to build, then what are they going to do? The team sold all their old cars. And the little teams will go back to nothing if they I don't know there. It's like safety money. It's just so much stuff involved. I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, I think they're finally starting to address it. And They addressed the fire, at least. They said it was unacceptable. But just the other thing is how hard the hits are. And there was an in-car, and the crashes are just so vicious. So, yeah, hopefully no one gets hurt in the meantime. I guess that's all you can hope for. And they fix it as fast as they possibly can. Other than cars just getting completely wrecked by, I mean, I don't know why Kyle Busch's car blew up. I don't. Think like he—he's Kyle Busch. He didn't miss a shift coming out of the pits or something. It's Darlington. I don't really think you could do that that easily. It must have just been a f- engine failure. I mean, it happens. I don't remember the last time it's happened to a Toyota that I can think of. I mean, I remember Leganos blew up last year. Larson obviously blew his last week at daytona but i'm i think that was something else so i guess just it just unlucky and then truex blew a belt off so debris but must have kicked up like tire debris or from a car and hit a belt. and then once the belt stopped it stopped cooling the motor and i think he just they, he lost power steering and the motor overheated it wasn't even pushing water or anything so i don't know if his motor Got blown up too, but either way, he was not finishing that race like that. He lost all his speed, and Kyle passed him. Kyle was obviously going to be the first car on the restart, and his restart retention rate was 100, I think. I don't, he only went forward in that race except for when he lost a few spots in the pits on the first pit stop. So the odds of Kyle getting passed, I think, were very low, especially because when Hamlin got behind him Kyle would just run Hamlin's line and then Hamlin wouldn't really be able to get to Kyle's back bumper he could have sent it in but Hamlin raced Jones really clean and he wasn't going to do wreck Kyle either so I think that was Kyle's race obviously things happen but Eric Jones in the 43 steals the southern 500 pretty crazy that that car hasn't been in victory lane at a track like that in forever I think it was like 55 years it won at Darlington. And it was the 200th win, which is pretty wild, too. Southern 500, 200th win. But I, I, you got to think that that's going to have teams looking at Eric Jones for sure. Like he went from JGR to here, but now you would think that, I don't know, maybe a team like Stuart Haas or maybe rcr or colleague like a b-tier team because obviously there's probably not room on penske jgr and hms right now but it's jones proved how good he is he has two southern 500s now that's pretty wild the other thing i would take away from this race is that hms cars are probably a little bit behind the toyota still on intermediates byron had a little speed I think Larson had some when he was on the lead lap and not having issues, but Elliott didn't, and Bowman couldn't really get in the top 10 much. He obviously finished there, but he couldn't run in the top 10, top 5 with some of those other guys. So I wonder if the Fords and Toyotas kind of found something, and HMS is a little bit behind. I don't know. Um They're going to kansas i expect kyle larson to run really good here he was fast i don't i think it was an all toyota top five or six with larson mixed in so it'll be interesting to see how that works out but i do think the toyotas will be the cars to beat again i would say overall it was a great race despite everything that happened with the fires but it's the southern 500 sold out crowd you could hear the crowd every time Kyle Busch lost the lead going nuts, which was pretty funny. It was probably the best days of their lives when his motor blew up. But I mean, if you're Kyle Busch and you're leading and you, there's a guy, your teammate is side by side with you and the crowd's cheering for him to pass you, you must hear it and be like, wow, I must be really good if everybody in the entire grandstand is cheering for me to get past right now. Anyways, moving on to the first offense move of the race and the underdog of the race. Let's get into that. I think the first offense move of the race has got to just go to Eric Jones. A combination of his pit crew getting him that one spot that he needed, which lined him up next to Kyle Busch. And eventually the lead after Kyle Busch's motor completely blew to smithereens. And then just him on the restart getting the lead. Uh, he He was contested pretty good and... Hamlin and Reddit kind of started racing hard, and he just kept his line up on the top, got the lead, and then that's all I needed, and Denny raced him clean, and Jones had enough pace to just stay ahead of him without getting wrecked, because I think that was Hamlin's only chance, put the bumper to him, put him in the wall, something like that, and he didn't do that, so that was good. I was glad he raced him clean, uh, you know, Hamlin's all about racing clean and everything, and with respect so if it was chastain it would have been you would have raced them differently so yeah and then the underdog of the race is also going to go to eric jones winning the southern 500 it's one thing to do it in a jgr car but for him to do it in a petty car that's pretty unbelievable he's had some good runs this year and he's um get racking up stats that that car hasn't seen and decades so i think we knew he he could run good but to go out and win the southern 500 just wild so yeah he gets underdog of the race all right now moving on to um i want to talk about the xfinity race because that was pretty nuts and then we'll talk about kansas so yeah i I think kansas is going to be a good race so i want to take some time to talk about that too all right so the xfinity race was probably one of the best finishes We've seen in a while. I mean, that was just crazy. Three-way way battle. And Sheldon Creed was leading. and He knew he had to win to make the playoffs, probably. I mean, he's fighting for a spot still. But if you look here, he is... Hold on. 13th. And he's down by... What's that? Um, about 15 points. Yeah, 16 points. So, I mean win and lock yourself in rather than being stressed over these next two races trying to outrun Landon castle ryan siege so he was doing everything he possibly could i don't understand why he just completely fenced the car at the end i don't know if his tires were down but i it was just there was so much going on and then richard childress came on and said i'm gonna punch him in the mouth or someone needs to punch him in the mouth and Nobody was mad at each other. Every All the drivers shook hands and everything. And I think it's weird that Richard Childress is always fighting with the drivers and the actual drivers aren't. I just found that weird. Everyone's like laughing on pit road and he's come to find out he said that. No one knows who he was talking about. Maybe Larson. I don't know. So yeah, Sheldon like completely walled the car and no one knew that he had a shot but i think that he thought larson and sheldon were going to go through there and race so noah had a run and he took it as far to the bottom as he could and sent it in and then he bounced off the wall so i think noah thought they were that they weren't gonna completely um fence their cars and he he sent it in he hit the wall but luckily he he just bounced off it kind of got a stripe and then just took it to the finish but yeah that was such a good finish and larson's car was completely destroyed that's the second year and he he's done that in two cars now xfinity car and the um cup car last year just completely walled it it was a pretty good day for petty if you looked at their future driver winning in the xfinity series Noah's been so good, and I think he's proven that he's ready for a cup, four wins, and he's been in contention a handful of times. He's got the most stage wins, now he's got the most playoff points, so he's been running amazing, and he's arguably the championship favorite. He won at Phoenix. If he can just get there, he can definitely win it, so that was cool. And now he knows that the car he'll be in next year is probably capable of winning. And then he was sick after the race, which was funny. I don't know what happened with him. He looked like he was going to pass out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that for the Xfinity Series race. That was a that was such a good finish. And then the Southern 500 was good, too. Time for a Kansas preview. So it's going to be a good race weekend. There's going to be three races, Cup, Xfinity, and Truck, three main series. And then the... Truck race is Saturday at 7:30. The Xfinity race is—I mean, sorry—the truck race is Friday at 7:30. The Xfinity race is Saturday at 3 o'clock, and then the Cup race is back to normal times. And it's on the 11th so it's on—we're racing on 9/11 again. So I think there will be a ton of stuff going on um, before the race with all that pay tribute to 9/11. So maybe some of the patriotic schemes will be back, everything like that. So yeah. And it's last year this race was at Richmond night race, so it's um a normal Kansas three o'clock race. Anyways, uh the points are still really close. Logano, Byron Hamlin, Christopher Bell are all up in the top four and they're not even locked in. So who knows what's really gonna happen if someone gets wrecked out early. That could be the end of their day. Um drivers to watch are obviously the toyotas kurt Busch won this race he will not be racing sunday as far as i know i would be very surprised if he did but even if he does i would say the favorite is either larson or kyle bush they finished second and third and i think larson is just so good at running the top there that's where he made up for lack of speed but the toyotas have great handling Kyle Busch will definitely have to recover, and this is a track where he could do it. And Hamlin's been really good lately as well, so Hamlin could um, get a win too. Even Christopher Bell, or for maybe Byron too, and Chase Elliott's really good here. He's got to have a good day, and I think he will. I read on Twitter earlier that the tire is going to be different at Kansas, so I don't know what that how that's going to affect things. Maybe they're bringing one that's going to wear more. The temperatures will probably be somewhat similar. I think that it'll probably be a little maybe warmer at this race. But overall, I think that the same cars are going to be fast. that have been fast at intermediates all year. And I expect those guys to run well. I think we'll have a pretty good idea who's going to advance after this race. We, we won't know for sure, but I think that Drivers are going to be locked in for sure. You know, Logano and them are going to have the chance to. And then there's going to be drivers who are probably in a must-win situation. Somebody's Not every playoff driver is going to finish this race. Let me look back right now at the Kansas race in the spring and see how that one turned out. So Kurt Busch obviously won it, like I said earlier. But if you go down... Um, let's see, Tyler Reddick finished 30th, Chase Elliott finished 29th, he's good here, I think he'll be fine, but can't have that happen again, uh, then you go down, Chase Briscoe, 24th, he, he's, he had a really bad run at Darlington, can't do that again, and then Joey Logano, 17th, that's not very good, William Byron, 16th, luckily those two guys have a pretty good points cushion, Kevin Harvick, 15th, we know he found some good speed since, but he's below the cutoff. You gotta run top 5 in my opinion. Blaney and Syndrick, 11th and 12th. Syndrick's below, an 11th place finish won't get you much unless someone in front of you has bad luck. Blaney, I think he'll just quietly point his way through. Bowman, 9th, if he can have another good run like that, he'll be looking really good into Bristol. Chastain, seventh, him too. Bell, fifth. He, if he does that again, he might be locked in. Hamlin, fourth. He might be locked in doing that as well. Kyle Bush, third. Um, if he can run top three, get some stage points, then he'll probably create a lot of separation going into Bristol. And then Larson, second, who can also do the same. So, yeah, who knows who's going to have bad luck, though? That's the thing. And Or get into a wreck Or have a loose wheel Just anything like that So yeah This is definitely arguably the biggest race Of the round I think some guys Playoffs are going to go one way or the other The guys below the cut line Are either going to Step up and get some points And maybe get above The guys that are right above the cut line Are either going to Maybe they stay the same And they're still in risky territory and then there's going to be guys that are really separate themselves and lock into the next round so yeah i think that's going to do it for this episode um i hope you guys like it and you come back next sunday after kansas that podcast will probably come out right at normal time sunday night monday morning right around then so yeah southern 500 was a great race eric jones get it gets it done pretty amazing that he was able to do that and moving on to kansas then bristol which is going to be a good one too all right see you guys later peace